This is the first ever episode of the Coach Baker Podcast, and we're here to bring you nothing but the facts from the NBA playoffs. You don't know what you're all thinking? Golden State Warriors, three-peat NBA champions three years in a row, but I'm here to tell you, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, ladies and gentlemen, not going to happen, and we're here to tell you why. But we're actually going to get to that later. Not what we're starting off with today. Today, we're starting off with a triple-double machine. Russell Westbrook. And why the Oklahoma City Thunder can't seem to get it done in the playoffs. Come on, Mr. Triple-Double. Where are you at? You're getting outshined by Damian Lillard. Now, that, 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 that right there, that's taking nothing away from Damian Lillard. Not a single thing. Because Damian Lillard is an all-star. He is a top point guard in this league. But, come on. You're Russell Westbrook. Mr. Triple-Double. Mr. Triple-Double for three years in a row. Something that's never been done ever in the history of the NBA. Ever. And you can't win a playoff game against who? The Portland Trailblazers? The Portland Trailblazers? You've got... You've got who is arguably top three in the MVP voting and all the way down to the end of the season in Paul George. And you have a man who has averaged a triple-double for three years in a row. You can't tell me you don't have enough help on this team to beat the Portland Trailblazers. Portland Trailblazers, who lost their center in Nurkic, who was a good center... In my opinion, if you want my personal opinion, he is a good center in this league. And I think any team outside of a team that might already have a top five center would be blessed to have Nurkic as their center. And he is out. Now, come game one, Enos Cantor showed up. But after that, I mean, he, he didn't show up in game two, and Oklahoma City still gets routed by 20. So... Oklahoma City, we got a problem. The problem is not in Houston. The problem is in Oklahoma City. And the question is, if if you can't get out of the first round, if you can't get out of the first round, well, what's the move? What what do you do then? And and where do the fingers get pointed? Is the question. Also, um, you don't want to point the fingers at Russell Westbrook because look at what all he does for his team. But the shooting woes and just getting outperformed through two games by Damian Lillard, I mean, that's a problem. And that's something Russell can't let happen or shouldn't let happen. So here's the good news. And there's not much, but the good news is Oklahoma City is now going back home. They're a better team at home. Most teams are. But you've got to think that Oklahoma City was hoping to steal a game from the Portland Trailblazers in Portland. They're in a hole. If they do not win both of these games, if they lose one of the two games at home, it's over in five. 
I'm, I'm, I'm confident Portland pulls it out in five. If Oklahoma City cannot win both of the next two games. And Russell Westbrook better figure it out. I'm, okay, Damian Lillard, let's say he gets his. Well, Russell, you can't be three for 20, shooting 10% from three. You can't let it happen. Y'all are going to have to get it together in Oklahoma City if you want a chance to make it to the second round. So let's move on. Boston Celtics are looking good. Are they back? That's the question. Are they back? Kyrie Irving playing phenomenal in the playoffs right now. Uh, Up two games to none on the Pacers. Got to say, I expected a little bit more out of the Pacers, but Boston looks good right now. They're playing well, and Pacers got to hope they can pull out some here in the next couple games. are talking about right now, and that is James Harden. You can say what you want about his play style. You can say what you want about the way the team plays, the way he plays, the amount of threes that the team shoots, the amount of time that James Harden has the ball in his hands. You can say what you want. It's not good basketball. It's not fun to watch. It's not the way the game should be played. Well, it's the way the Rockets play. And the Rockets win games playing that way. So, you can't... You can't argue that they're playing the game the wrong way if the whole entire team, including the coaching staff, including the coaching because that's where it begins. They allow James Harden to dominate the ball as much as he does, and they don't care. And no one on the team cares. You've not heard one argument all year from any player complaining, oh, James has the ball too much. James dribbles the air out of the ball. I need the ball more. No, that's the way they play. And and I myself, no, I am unbiased at this. I'm not a Rockets fan. And I've never been a huge James Harden fan. But James Harden puts up serious, serious numbers. Night in and night out. Arguably the best offensive player we have in the game right now. The step back and what he has done to it, travel or not, it doesn't matter if it's a travel, if it's not getting called. That's the way I see it. So you can say what you want about what he does, the way he draws fouls, the way he wells his arms around. He's changed the game and he's almost unguardable. If he's not unguardable. And people say, oh, can he do it in the playoffs? It's a different ball game. And yes, they're playing the Jazz, but the Jazz are a good team and he's still doing the same thing. A triple-double last night with, again, crossing the 30-point mark. I mean, if the team was losing 
and they weren't getting it done, then that's when you point the fingers and say, this is bad basketball. The Rockets are doing it all wrong. But it's just, it's not that it's bad basketball. It's that it's different basketball. And again, if if that whole entire team, including that coaching staff, is on board with the way James Harden and that team plays and the offensive style that, that team plays, you've just got to defend it. And that's your only argument. It's not, well, that's bad basketball. Well, if it's bad basketball, then go beat the team that's playing bad basketball. And that's, that's it. Because the Rockets are rolling and they're looking good through two games against the Jazz. And I don't see the Jazz really coming back on the Rockets. Uh, they might get a game, but I'd say five at the most. And the Rockets will move on to the second round. And this is where we'll jump into the Warriors, which I know most people are wanting to hear about. The Warriors got to get it together here. And I fully think that they should not have a problem with the Clippers. Yes, they blew what was it, a 31-point lead the other night in game two. Yes, uh, Kevin Durant got shut down by Patrick Beverly, so to speak. Uh, if you heard Kevin Durant's interview, it's worth listening to. It, when, when he was asked about being guarded by Patrick Beverly and his opinions on it, uh, he gave a really good basketball and an analytic type answer. The answers we've been wanting from Kevin Durant for months now. He wants to talk basketball. Oh, stay out of my personal life. That's my personal life. Let's just keep it to basketball. Well, he gave us a basketball answer in his interview. If you haven't heard it, you should. And he mentioned he's able, if he wanted to, he could probably shoot a 43% clip if he just wanted to raise up and shoot over Patrick Beverly anytime he wanted. He said, I can do that. He goes, that's not a problem. He goes, but that's just not the way we play. We play better as a team when everybody gets touches and we play together when we get the ball moving. He goes, I don't just want to stand up there and shoot over the top of him every single time I have the chance. And he's right because it's not just the one-on-one defense from Patrick Beverly. Everyone's like, oh, Patrick Beverly, look what he's doing, shutting down Kevin Durant. Six-foot, one, 185-pound Patrick Beverly. Kevin Durant, what are you doing? The double teams are there. Patrick Beverly gets under his skin. He forces him into what he wants because that's the smart defense. And then he has the help, and LeBron touched on it. Like, there's not a lot Kevin Durant can do without getting the double team. It's not specifically just Patrick Beverly. The, the double teams come at Kevin Durant. And he's trying to get everyone involved. But here's what I have to say. He said, I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. You know how good I can be. And if this game, game three tonight, comes down to it, I want to see how good you can be, Kevin Durant. I want to see finals MVP, Kevin Durant. I don't want to see one more game where people are arguing. 
Kevin Durant, who getting shut down by Patrick Beverly again. Warriors ain't winning the finals because Kevin Durant's getting shut down by Pat Beverly. Well, I'll tell you this. You were up 31 in game two and wrapped them in game one. I fully believe that you if you wouldn't have blew one simple lead because you all got complacent in Golden State, you'd be up 2-0. You'd probably sweep the series. I still believe probably a five-game series. It could possibly go six if the Clippers can pull one out here at home in the next two games. But when it comes to the second round and we have what should be the Warriors versus the Rockets, that's where the whole Western Conference gets very serious. Because that right there is quite possibly your Western Conference Finals if not what could be your NBA Finals in the second round of the Western Conference playoffs. So, that's going to be a good matchup because as much as people want to say Golden State's got too much power, firepower, firepower. That's what Golden State has. The best shooters duo in the backcourt. Kevin Durant, and you've got Draymond Green, who just does it all for you. I mean, the Rockets, if I'm not mistaken, the Rockets have beat the Warriors. They have swept them in the season series this year. And you know Golden State will be thinking about that. And I firmly believe James Harden still going to go get his 30 a night against Golden State. And if shooters shoot and shooters make shots, Golden State can trouble. Because that's all it takes for the Rockets. If they make shots, it's over. It's literally almost over. Because, again, you argue that offensive play style that Houston runs, the ball-dominant, the ball-hoggish style of James Harden. But... You can't stay in front of the man. He gets by you, and then he hits the open man, or he gets fouled, or he drives in for the floater, the layup, or he steps back on you for three if you think you're beat and you step back too far. He steps back the opposite way. He's a hard man to guard, and if shooters make shots, it's a hard, hard offense to stop. And... Yes, Golden State still has more firepower overall, but if you can't defend it and force at least enough shooters to miss enough shots, you're in trouble. And Golden State can go home in the second round. It'll be fun to watch. I can't wait to see what happens.